Season 2, Episode 31, January the 30th, 2022. Hi, I'm Lewis Lampley. Welcome to this edition of Journey of Discovery. In this episode and the next one, we will raise the question, when we think about God, what comes to our mind? Or I may ask, when you think about God, what comes to your mind? Part 1. In John chapter 4, verse, verse 20 to 24, the Lord Jesus Christ encounters the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman. She said, in response to his question asking for a drink, she said, Our fathers worshipped in this mountain. But you say that Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour was coming when neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know. For salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. What comes to your mind, into your mind, when you think of, about God and the most important things about us? Let me say that again. What comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. The history of mankind will probably show that no people have ever risen above its religion, and man's spiritual history will positively demonstrate that no religion has ever been greater than the idea of their God. Worship is pure or based as the worshiper entertains high or low thoughts of God. In our last two episodes, we expose our minds to what the Bible says about the glory of God and how we should conduct ourselves. Whether therefore we eat or drink or whatever we do, we will do all to the glory of God or we should. In today's episode, we will begin to think and meditate on God's attributes. An attribute is the distinguishing characteristic of God that sets him apart and through which he reveals himself to mankind. You will hear that again later if you missed it. This mental exercise could prove to be a useful discipline in thinking about God biblically. The first thing I want to give, give you is, one, God is incomparable. 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 22. Therefore you are great, O Lord God, for there is none like you, nor is there any God besides you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. Number two. God is invisible, John chapter 1, verse 18. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son who is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. Number three, God is inscrutable. 
Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. Have you not known, have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faint nor is weary? His understanding is unsearchable. Number four, God is infinite. First Kings chapter 8, verse 27. But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, heavens and the heaven of heavens cannot contain you, how much less this temple which I have built. Number five, God is incomparable or incomprehensible, I should say. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 25 and 26. To whom then will you liken me? Or to whom I shall be equal, says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these things. Who brings out their host by the number? Who calls them all by name, by the greatness of his might and the strength of his power? Not one is missing. Number six, God is indescribable. Romans chapter 11, verse 33 to 36. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways are past finding out. Concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. But concerning the election, they are beloved for the sake of the fathers. For the gifts and the callings of God are irrevocable. For as you were once disobedient to God, yet have now obtained mercy through the disobedience of those who heard him, but they disobeyed, that through the mercy shown they may be obtained, they may obtain mercy. For God has committed them to all disobedience, that he might have mercy on all. Or, who has first given him, and he shall be repaid again? For of him and through him and to him all things, to whom be glory forever. Amen. Number seven, God is inescapable. Psalm 139, verse 7 to 12. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to the heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and, and dwell in the utmost part of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide you from me, but the, but the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are alike to you. My God, how wonderful thou art, thy majesty, how bright. And so, God is everywhere present. We will get to that later, but just remember this. God is inescapable. And you should know that as you go about your chores this day, whatever you may do. Here's a praise response comes to us from 
Psalm 53, verse 1. The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt and have done abominable iniquity. There is none who does good. I suppose you're like me. I would say anybody who said there is not a God is a big fool. Paul wrote in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 17, and I believe we can say this as well, to the king of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. That's the God that we are to trust. That's the God we are to obey, the one that is immortal one that is majestic, one that is everywhere present. Well, that's it for now. I'm wishing for you an amazing day. So cheer up and be glad in it. Good day.